0: in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
1: all righty hour number two of our radio program it is the zach gelb show coast to coast on cbs sports radio what a monster weekend of college football that we have so let's go out to the guest line right now and welcome in the coach mike sanford former head coach. At Western Kentucky was the interim last year at Colorado, and Coach joins us on the Zach Gelb Show. Mike, how you been?
2: Hey, I've been really good. I'm actually going out for pregame warm-ups here, Mead High School versus Durango. Um, so I'm uh, in the school. So if you hear any announcements in the background, I apologize.
1: Oh, wow. Right before you're getting ready to coach a, a high school football game, and then, and the next thing before that, you're on with us? That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a perfect football type of night, right? Friday
2: Night Lights is nothing better.
1: All righty, so when we get to the, the big games this weekend, I want to start you off with Florida State at Clemson. Uh, you have a Florida State team that is better than Clemson on paper. Clemson loses to Duke early in the year. This is a big statement for Florida State, but Clemson can kind of calm everybody down with the victory this weekend going up against a team with national championship aspirations. What do you look for here between uh, Mike Norvell and uh, Dabo Sweeney?
2: Well, you know, I'm saying Florida State's got a re- rebound with how they played. I don't think they played particularly well up in Boston uh, against BC a week ago. And I think the storyline for this game is going to be Cade Klubnik. You know, how is he going to perform? Um, I think he's he has the ability to be an elite quarterback and, and did show it at times down the stretch in last season. Um, we just haven't seen that this year for whatever reason it might be. Um, I think the environment at Death Valley is going to be un- incredible. Uh, And I think it's a little bit one of those games where Florida State's got a whole lot more to lose, per se, relative to their season. Um, Clemson's got the weight of their, you know, their uh, Tiger Nation in in the background as well. But I think it's going to be a a very, very close football game. And I think Kate Kulubinick, my personal opinion, is he's going to have a bit of a breaking out performance.
1: When you look at Colorado, Oregon, we've all been so impressed with Colorado and what Coach prime has been able to do. Uh, in three games and now you go up against Oregon right the Ducks are a top 10 program we know they're well coached with Dan Lanning Bo Nix back in Oregon and looking like a Heisman Trophy candidate early on in the season what type of game do you expect here between the Buffaloes and uh, the Ducks
2: well I think it's going to be an incredible football game the storylines surrounding it are are absolutely second to none um, with the offseason comments made by Dan Lanning and I think even recently he made one about that you-don't-win-football-games-on-YouTube channels. Uh, but uh, I think the big thing for Oregon is they need, if they smell blood in the waters they've got to they gotta put their, their foot on, on CU's collective throats, and, and they've got to take the, the life out of them. Because I'll say this, just having watched Shador several times in person and certainly on TV, Shador Sanders is the type of player that you don't want to give any life in the fourth quarter to. Um, he's already proven it. Um, what he did in that 98-yard drive at the very end against Colorado State was, I mean, I, I haven't seen very many quarterbacks at any level do that with such poise, such confidence and make every throw. So, you know, Oregon, if they want to win this game, they better put them away. Um, and they better put them away and stay aggressive throughout the third and fourth quarter.
1: With how much you've watched Shador Sanders, I know, right, Coach Prime basically said he's going to come back next year, but I kind of will believe that when I see it. I'm, I'm, i I don't know which way to lean on that but projecting him as a a prospect in the NFL potentially as soon as next year, uh, what do you think a team is getting if they draft Shador Sanders?
2: Well, I think they're getting just absolute champion blood in his DNA. I mean, it's like literally coursing through his veins, and you see it when he plays. Um, You know, I think when when Coach Prime was talking about he was going to bring Louis, I mean, I think, you know, that's even whatever designer brand is better than Louis. (laughs) He was talking about Shador. Um, I mean, this guy truly is – um, he has that grit. He has that tenacity, and you want him with the ball in his hands when the game's on the line. And so, I think a franchise, the NFL, immediately gets somebody that they know can go win a game, and that's really what NFL games come down to is the is the last possession. They're they're usually one two score games, and Shador has proven that I think he can win those types of games and not flinch.
1: Coach Mike Sanford here with us, former coach at Western Kentucky, was the interim last season at Colorado. Uh, Utah is expected to get Cam Rising back going up against UCLA. The Utes, Kyle Whittingham, we know how great of a coach he is. I still think he's underrated when the Pac-12, the last two seasons, but... They've maintained being undefeated uh, this year, 3-0, and going up against Florida, going up against Baylor without their quarterback. So now appearing like they're getting their quarterback to return, you think, okay, right, Utah's going to win the game even though they're going up against a tough UCLA team. As a coach, how do you kind of try to calm down those emotions a little bit earlier uh, from the Utah side of it when they're naturally just going to be so jacked up getting their leader back to the lineup?
2: Well, Cam Rising, it feels like he's been playing there since uh, just right after Alex Smith got done. I mean, he's been playing. He's been the starting quarterback forever. <laughs> forever. So, I mean, I, I think it's just going to be business as usual for Utah. And, and they've been a program that's really been, you know, just outside of the elements of, of media coverage. And they just keep going to work. And they just keep winning football games. And they do it with incredible line play, offensive and defensively. And, and I think Cam Rising is the missing ingredient to make them just a really consistent, efficient, and even dynamic offense. And uh, I think he is one of the best leaders in all of college football. Uh, I saw that firsthand a year ago when CU played against Utah. Cam Rising is a special player, um, and it's more because of his intangibles and what he means to that program.
1: Oregon State and Washington State, what's the key here? I expect a ton of points coming up on Saturday evening.
2: Uh, You know, I think both of them play really good defense. I I really do. I've been really impressed with Oregon State's defense. You know, it's been fun to watch DJ Uingaulele, excuse me, Uingaulele. That's a tough one against all of us. Uh, But watching his development and him finding joy in playing football again after his stint at Clemson. Um, But I I really like, you know, Jake Dickert's defensive scheme. They've held. Um, I mean, what they did at Colorado State in the opening game of the season was uh, absolute domination. You know, so I think that game's going to be really close. And at the end of it, one thing we do know – Zach, is that somebody's going to hold up to Pack Two Championship Trophy? Um, and that's going to be that to be something to watch. Uh,
1: one of my coworkers, Andrew Perloff, calls it the Tupac. Is, is the way that they should be going <laughs> uh, about that one. So uh, th- that's a good line out of you as well, uh, Coach Mike Sanford. Here with us for a few more moments, Zach Gilb, show CBS Sports Radio, previewing the Monster slate of games this weekend in college football: Ole Miss at Alabama. Uh, you look at the Crimson Tide going back to Jalen Milrow. Everyone's wondering what type of offensive performance Alabama will have with their backs up against the wall this weekend.
2: It's a big game for both coordinators. You know, the storyline of Lane Kiffin calling out is Kevin Steele calling the defenser as it moved on to Traveris Robinson. Um, and then obviously Tommy Reese leaving Notre Dame and, and really leaving a pretty good situation and going to work for the most successful and also the most demanding head coach in the history probably of college football um, you know they're often has to perform, um, and that's I think everybody feels that nationally. I can't even imagine what it's like uh, being the coordinator in that situation. Um, you know, so I think it's going to be a game where you know Alabama's got to got to get back on track. They've got to show what they're capable of being this year because I think everybody's ready to throw them in the pile of just you know this is Alabama has has moved on. It's not college football is in a different state, and Alabama is not ready to 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 join it. So. It's a big game for uh, for Alabama to say the least, and you know Ole Miss is going to be ready, and Lane Kiffin's going to have a bunch of tricks up up his sleeve as he always does against his former boss, and it's going to be a really good football game.
1: I know you were at Notre Dame for a little bit, and you had a heck of an offensive line, if I may say so myself. When when you were there, um, Ohio State at Notre Dame, we've seen the last two years the way to beat Ohio State is the Michigan formula beat the snot out of them in the trenches, and run the football. We know Notre Dame is capable of doing that. Uh, What will ultimately, though, determine in your mind between the Buckeyes and the Fighting Irish and what's supposed to be a heavyweight fight coming up Saturday evening?
2: It's going to come down to the turnover battle, in my opinion, because Notre Dame is going to play that style of football. The beauty of Notre Dame, though, is that they can do that and if they do get into third and long situations, they have one of the more experienced and, and right now one of the most confident, quarter, confident quarterbacks in all of college football. So Sam Harbin's the real deal. I've loved what I've seen out of him so far. You know, I, I think this is going to be a dominating performance, uh, and I think we're all going to be talking about Notre Dame's offensive line if they can hold on to the football and not turn the ball over and give Ohio State opportunities.
1: I know you love the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, but if I had to put you in that Ohio State offensive room and you were coaching up Kyle McCord in this big start up against Notre Dame at touchdown Jesus, just what are you advising him to do this weekend?
2: It's pretty simple. You know, it's MHJ, find Marvin Harrison Jr., um, extend plays, use your athleticism, and, uh, and pull a Shador Sanders and, and run around and find, find double eights. I, mean, I think it's really important, obviously, for, um, for Ohio State to get back on track.
1: Do you think he has what it takes? Because last week, you know, he had a great performance, but it seems like people were, were pumping him up too much, which makes me a little bit concerned with the opponent that they were going up against of, hmm, you know, maybe people are doing a little premature celebration
2: there. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Zach. I haven't seen it yet um, to know for sure that he's ready to perform in a major environment against a very good defense, a sound defense. Um, so we're going to see one way or the other if Kyle McCord truly is the answer for Buckeye Nation. And I think it should be really important that he gets confidence early in this game uh, and they give them completions. Ryan Day is one of the best game planners, in my opinion, in all of college football, plays to the strengths of his, his roster, but particularly the quarterback position. I think he's going to do a good job of getting Kyle some confidence early in that game.
1: All right. The last thing I'll ask you, Coach Mike Sanford, who's here with us, former Western Kentucky coach, also was the interim for Colorado last year. Uh, Iowa at Penn State, you look at the Dittany Lions, I think they'll win this game. The question is just by how much. But Penn State overall as a team, a lot of buzz heading into this season. Do you think they could beat Michigan? Do you think they could be Ohio State who they play later on in the year?
2: They're one of my favorite teams right now through three weeks of football. Um, I really like their, their completeness as a football team. Um, I, I love Drew Aller and what he's been able to do. I don't think he's even really needed to have the type of signature performance that I think he's going to have against what is always, I think, the stingiest defense in Iowa in, the, in college football. Um, it's going to be an electric atmosphere in Happy Valley, and um, I think it's going to be a Drew Aller introducing himself to the entire nation type of a game. Um, but I think it's going to be closer than most think just because of that Iowa you know, defense and then how they play the, uh, the, you know, the ground and pound and control the clock. So I expect a fairly low-scoring game, but I think Penn State's going to ultimately win it because of quarterback play.
1: Coach, always appreciate the time. Love that you join us. Thanks so much.